Hey guys, welcome back to the Drop Panel Podcast, where twice a month, four to five guys from Melbourne talk about nerdy stuff. I'm Adam, once again. Next to me is... I'm Tim. Uh, in this case, we have three people. So, yeah. Don't know where the other two are. Yeah, no. They just, just bailed. Oh, crap. So, yeah. yeah. Um, my topic for today is going to be on Red Dead Redemption 2, since the new trailer has now just dropped, and I'm extremely excited. And I'm here too. Jules, with you once again... Uh, and today I will be talking about uh, Player Unknown's Battleground, Fortnite, and uh, you know, viral. What I want to call viral gameplay memes. And I'm Adam, uh, and I'm talking about while well, we're on the topic of games, casual gaming versus esports professional gaming. It's just one giant game podcast today. It is the, the game, game podcast. Yeah. We'll have no special guests today, so just three of us. Yeah, just cool. the regular Panda Triumvirate. So we're calling ourselves the Panda Triumvirate. 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 It's not an easy word. Is no, it? it's not. <laughs> if you have a better name for us, tell us. Um, we all play games, right? Yeah. I hope we do. I don't know why we're here. We we do. We are like marking the games tag in various feeds. Are we? <laughs> we are. <laughs> we're not entertainment. iTunes calls us a gaming. Yeah. I, I marked this down as game, so we're going to be talking about okay. games somehow. That's your fault. That's my <laughs> fault. <laughs> um, I was playing, so last time, I was talking about um, a community mod for Halo called El Dorito. I was playing a couple of days ago. And um, it's a pretty, like, casual community. And the update to that is 343, who were the developers for Halo 4, and Microsoft, who own the IP for um, Halo, reached out to the community and they didn't say take it down um as like you know cease and assist you're doing stuff illegally they were going you guys are doing good stuff but uh please don't use our assets yeah so have you guys you know i haven't had a look into it but so they're saying that they can't proceed with so they can't further develop anything else yeah from this time onwards wow. they haven't shut down service they haven't shut down service so it's not like please stop what you're doing now right or else we're gonna like fine you or sue you or whatever they're like yes, i don't know how they, like, they support the move they support the movement but not like totally okay with them using the code no, okay so there, there are a couple of things it's possible that microsoft is covering their asses just making sure that everybody knows that these guys are not them yeah, you know I mean? that's true. Um, and just sending a clear message to the community that this is... It's, it's not officially sanctioned, but it's not... They're not going to shut it down. That's actually a pretty good way to go about it. Like, I mean, think about all the other times there have been, say, a fan remake. Uh, I feel like it's Half-Life, like mm. Black Mesa, how they were working on that for like so long. And I think Valve came in and just shut them right down. Yeah. I mean, they've done that with a few, like, a few other games have done that. I mean, like, it hasn't been too great a remake. The sort of poster boys for how not to do this is Nintendo. Like, they're terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're very, very protective of yeah. their uh, assets and their intellectual property. Yeah. Same as Disney, but in a, in a different area, of course. But, yeah, Nintendo, like, you can't even really, for a long time, you couldn't stream. You still in, can't. Nintendo games, you right. can't, like... Make gameplay videos, walkthroughs, yeah. let's plays. It's really, really easy. You have to get it uh, approved before it goes out to public. <laughs> yeah. So So the thing with Halo though, it got so popular that like professional esports players were like really into this. Yeah. Because we haven't gotten a proper Halo game for PC since Halo One. Probably, yeah. And Halo Two. I think Halo Two did. Halo Two. And then every other Halo game was on Xbox exclusively. Yeah. So like Halo, this version of Halo is built off the Halo 3 assets, so it's pretty much 1, 2, 3 now on PC. Uh, we, could, we could get competitive Halo, it would be great if 343 came out with a new Halo, but it just seemed like they uh, don't really care about it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. So they have, the, have they actually stopped developing it? The, the, the fan-made mod? Yeah. Yeah. So they like put up on their Reddit page, we, won't, we, can't, we can't develop any okay. more bug patches or maps for this right because uh you know because then they're they're worried because they've they've been told yes this is the end of your development (laughs) on this what i'll what i'll like what i want to see though is we've got competitive 
games, legitimate games on the market like Fortnite, PUBG, yeah. Hearthstone. Every other game has become an esports game at this point. Yeah. Um, but then you've got this, which is for the community, built for the community, yeah. um, for the casual players, but also have reached out to the esports guys. Okay. So that kind of like creates a blurred, um, in the Venn diagram of things, a blurred line between what's a casual game yeah. and what's a esports game. It's interesting to me, the whole esports thing, because it's clear that some games, from the, from the outset, they're developed to become esports sort of banner games, you know, like your MOBAs, especially, yeah. like Dota and, you know. Um, so, like, it's it's obvious, even just looking at it, the, that it's something that will become... An esports. An esports title. Yeah. The, yeah, but this case, like El Dorito, doesn't seem like that was the case. Like, that wasn't didn't seem like it was their objective. Well, originally, it's built off the Halo Online game that was in production on the side. Which was oh, apparently only released in Russia. Okay. So don't know why that was the case. Okay. Um, so I think back then they, you know, might have had the idea of turning this into an esports game. Okay. And then just dropped it. So it's still. It was, um, if you assume that, then it's still within the same vision. I sort of, I wasn't really in tune with the whole Halo community. Was Halo for PC ever a esports title? No. Yeah. There were different days back then, early 2000s, yeah. <laughs> when esports was still not a thing. Oh yeah, I mean, that's true. So. I think it really depends on the type of player as well. Like, obviously, like, you know, any player can just play an online game just casually, and mm. other people can take it further. Right. And, you know, make it all esports, get good enough to actually, you know, enlist in that kind of... Yeah. ...competitive get atmosphere. Get paid to play games. Yeah. And there's this interesting middle ground as well now with Twitch streaming. Yeah. being, yeah. you know, somewhat profitable for those who get big audiences. And you can be a professional, air quotes, gamer, uh, but not necessarily have the skill level that you would require to be a champion esports competitive and actually go player. Actually have, you, have you guys heard about, there's actually um, a new career method where someone can actually pay a gamer to play their game for them. They're what? Single player or, or online, I'm not sure. But yeah, no, there's actually... You can actually pay someone nowadays, a professional, air quote, gamer, yep. to play your game for you. Do they log into your account and use your game tag? I don't know, I don't know the details. Yeah, I re- okay. That would I probably play so like, part into it. It kind of harkens back to gold mining in, yeah. in MMOs, yeah. right? Like, So, you know, you go to some fishy Chinese website and give your login details to WoW, and, they'll, and then two days later you'll have more wow. gold than you had. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a thing that happened. So, so, but this is, seems like, I guess, you know, if you want, um, I don't know what, what sort of currencies there are, like in Fortnite, I guess, battle points or whatever they are, you can get someone else to do that for you and just pay them. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, I haven't really gone over details. For all I know, it's in-game currency or yeah, actual yeah. currency. Like, could you imagine you get to the point where, you know, you're playing at a competitive level and you're just outsourcing your name to someone else. Yeah. You reach top level, yeah. you actually end up going to an event and you die in like two seconds because you're just yeah. so I, shit. I don't think they're actually by the end. I don't think you, you could, because it wouldn't, you wouldn't be paying for ranks, but maybe you are. That's oh, exactly, really yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, so maybe you can pay someone to play League what, of Legends the, for you. So what's, you what's the point then at that point? Because you're, playing, then yeah. you're playing against people who are at a higher skill level than you are. No, but then, like, it's not even just because, you know, the idea of playing games, I guess, now and forever was to have fun. Recognition, I guess. Yeah, but then is it recognition and having fun or just branding at that point? I feel like it's basically branding and recognition at that point. Fun goes out the window. It's just a way to get their name across in some way. I honestly can't see the reason why you would do it. If I buy a game, aside from the DLC or, like, a game of the year edition or something. That's it. I'm done. I'm not putting any more money towards that particular okay. game. So I, that's a, that's another conversation. But that's interesting. Yeah. I don't see. <laughs> yeah. So I, therefore, I don't see the point in yeah. you know in paying that extra money. Like potentially, like for all we know, it's like a monthly rate or a weekly rate or a salary kind of thing or like every yeah. so often or hourly even for their pay rate. Who knows? But yeah. I don't know. This I'm actually interested to see if this becomes a more prominent thing among um, later generations, like people no longer pl- um, play, like, you know, 
people our age no longer play games for the fun of it or like enjoy a story. Well, we see that now because a lot of the yeah. games that come out now are like um, loot boxes, pay loot boxes, me. battle royales. Yeah. Mm. The campaigns are just gone on that stage. According yeah. to EA, yeah. yeah, according like you know, <laughs> EA games. Well, yeah, the EA on. games model is clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to make money, you're here to play games, and uh, we're going to get you the free game and yeah. pay for your DLCs. Yep. Uh, yeah, with Battlefront. <laughs> Saga. But I think, like, it's interesting because, um, like, one one thing that I might say, you know, if, if you... I'm still trying to get my head around this idea of paying someone yeah. to play the game for you so that you get, like... Because the, the only way I can see this working being profitable or, or being useful for the gamer is maybe and, and I think this is not the common use case but if you're a Twitch streamer but you're not very good at games but you want people to think that you are so yeah. you will be streaming someone else playing the game under your name so that you can provide commentary just narrate, for it yeah. yeah basically just yeah. then you're just an entertainer yeah that's pretty yeah but 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 then you're earning money off the back of their work and it's like subcontracting out the hard part so do you pay <laughs> do, you, do you pay that guy then like yeah, what you make well, no, a fraction you know, they get a fraction they get yeah. a cut of the profits maybe or like they get their their whatever they've agreed to as their standard rate per hour whereas you're just the entertainer providing commentary but that's be... that's a really I don't think that would no, come, but it's so I would, weird. I wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> the this things people do to become professional gamers. Yeah. yeah. No, I, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if it's extended into single player. Like, say, um. Yeah. No. I mean, like, because I don't know the details. I didn't look at it very thoroughly. I'm just assuming someone's playing an RPG or whatever, and they get stuck on a really hard. And yeah. They pay someone to go over. Yeah. And just grind and level up and just... get all the good shit, and then they can just show up and. It'll be, you know, Well, okay. Nothing. So, okay. So, so then you do bring up an interesting point. So, like, in the case of something like of an MMO where there are, like, event battles or, yeah. or dungeons, like, you have to get, you have to grind up a certain ways to be able to be able to participate meaningfully in these sort of activities. And that's the fun part of the game. And the grind is not the fun part of the game. So maybe you're paying someone to grind for you and then you can you can go in and do the dungeons and do the events and, and actually have a good time with that. So that that makes more sense to me. It kind of feeds into like nowadays how like another old trope that's dead from like, you know, back in the two thousand early two thousands and previously, the idea of um actually having to say you're playing a puzzle game where you don't know how to beat a bit, you actually had to do it. There weren't walkthroughs or anything. Right. It's just another, you know, just one more thing to get past that whole level. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, one more shortcut, one more expedient kind of... Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I it's kind of like, like yeah. You look um, at it that way. Yeah, it, it just reminds me of, like, you know, when I was a kid, I had an older brother, and yep. he obviously would both play games, and I'd suck at some things because I was a little kid, and I'd just hand the controller over to him, and he'd be like, oh, yeah, get through that, and I'm like, all right, cool, I get to go on to the next bit. Yeah, but you're not paying your brother. No, exactly. I might make it yeah. a sandwich or something, but that's not, like, it's not quite the same. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> I, I feel like we've skipped like an entire section where you know back in the day where you couldn't do something you just hop on a phone and like look at yeah. a, look at a, like uh, Dude, a go, buy a, <laughs> go buy a manual remember when like the, one of the biggest gaming websites was GameFAQs is that still up? still up it still exists yeah but it's weird isn't it like I, I used to go I there anytime I was ever stuck on a thing or I wanted to know more information that would be the first place to go nowadays it's on wikis right like, that's true it's it's been replaced by community sort of edited content, but was yeah. that what GameFAQs was in the first place? Uh, it was more it was more, it was more instructional. Their, yeah, no, it but was, like, yeah. wasn't it a community of but people each, adding their instructions yes. kind of facts? Yeah, each fact would be one author though. Yeah, so in a with form. A, oh, yeah. With a with a wiki, it's much more yeah, like anybody can jump in and change it. Obviously, yeah. so um, it it evolves through that process rather than one person maintaining a guide. Like the the comprehensive yeah, walkthrough like to two or three guides on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's weird how quickly game facts just disappeared off the map. Really, off the it's you still sometimes like they've still got pretty active forums. I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the whole idea of them hosting walkthroughs and facts is is really 
I, I don't go there for that anymore. I think the I last time I was on there, the, the site looked exactly the same. That was probably like a year or two ago. Yeah, no, they, it's also a very old school design still, so, so it looks well, like I wonder know, who's stepping back to the mid 2000s. I wonder who's supporting that. They should just ask for donation at this point as well. I wonder if they like if they do die out and no one wants to pay for their domain anymore. If they're gonna have like an internet memorial for Game Epic. <laughs> yeah, no, like it will. You go to archive.org and, and like you'll just see all the all Game the FAQ from this year to this the, year. The thing is, like, there's there's a lot of stuff on there. Like, if, especially if you're a retro gamer, there's probably still a lot of useful information on there that hasn't been translated to a wiki somewhere else. You know, so. It, it has its purposes, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, I've definitely used it for that. Yeah. I, I feel like as I feel like maybe last year or the year before, actually, I was using it for that exact purpose. Mm. Game FAQ. Yeah, I think it might have been... I can't remember what game it was. Some old 90s or early 2000s PC game. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I can't find shit on this. Just go to GameFAQs. Yeah. GameFAQs or Game FAQ? What do you guys call I it? say GameFAQs. I think game FAQ. But like, if I if I if I see the word letters FAQ, like I would yeah. just in my head that's fact. Yeah. Like, uh, here are some frequently asked questions. Here are some facts. But it's weird. Anyway. We want professional gaming. <laughs> Do you guys know that Australia has their own esports team? What? <laughs> just just, at putting it out there. Like a national team. Like Essendon, AF the AFL. Has their own esports team. No. You can fact check that if you want. Don't, don't tell me they're playing like footy online or soccer. What do you mean? The, the minute I heard that, I heard, I heard, so uh, Hurdy is coaching a bunch of guys on computers now? What, what is this? But that, that's a bit weird. It's come, it's, come, it's, fucked. it's come to that point where, you know, big well, organizations. It's going to be VR next, I guarantee. Well, when you look at the prize pools that are coming out for these things, it's massive. Like why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you have a team? Yeah. If you if you have the resources to put together a, a if team, North Korea can have their own Olympics, then Australia can have their own goddamn esports. <laughs> well, the Korea thing is going to change soon, but that's another political thing altogether. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, politics <laughs> into our topic. <laughs> we don't talk about politics here, hey um, guys. So I'm I'm still like, what do you mean by we've got a? The team? AFL has. Funding into an esports. Okay. So for those of you who are listening from Italy, <laughs> uh, the AFL is the Australian Football League. We play our own different brand of football. Football with an oval ball. But I. So what? What Adam here is saying is that they have invested in esports. Esports, which just blows my mind. Like of all the of all the associations to try and do this. Yep. Why would it yeah. be a, an actual sports? Club, like an actual sports organization. Here's, a, here's an important question. Is esports sport? The, uh, in a way. In a way? I think, way. It's, I, think it, I think it meets a lot of the requirements of sport. Yeah. I think you could argue about physical activity being a requirement for sport. At least on your fingers and hands and stuff. Apparently, I think <laughs> it helps with, um, I've actually heard it helps with uh, hand-eye coordination. Absolutely. Dexterity, your um Perception, all that kind of stuff. I don't think any of us would yeah. deny that. They use they use it in um, schools for like mentally disabled Because right. I know that um, in Australia, yeah. La Trobe University, I believe, yeah, has just constructed an entire esports oh, room. Yeah. yeah, which is still yeah. The universities amazing. here are starting to, to get on board. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm that's surprised. It's the one that really surprised me is you know the AFL. They're yeah. that's a very like actual physical activity and now they're gonna now they're also focusing on you know virtual physical activity where you know not much is required on their part eyes fingers that's all you need yeah especially compared to what they actually do for a living like it's pretty funny could you imagine like that university board the guy pitching to the university board we need a we need a new project to uh kickstart new technology whatever mind esports 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 but it's not it's not about that it's 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 the same reason why La Trobe University would have uh, like a soccer team or yeah. their own football team. It's about being able to compete with other universities for prestige. It's not about necessarily research. I mean, it could be. Could be, but research, it's, it's yeah. not about a, academic successes. It is about like the extracurricular elements of it, like the community building and, and all the other stuff that, that a university might want to have a sports team for. 
Right. This type of stuff isn't as big in Australia. Like in the US, it's huge. Their entire university whose only focus is the sports teams, really. So well, in Australia, sports is pretty damn big here. It well. is. It is, but not the university. No. Sort of not like America sports. with football and because because football in America you'll go to a college game and it will be as big as if not bigger than like the NFL games. Yes. We're getting there. It's huge. Um, Hopefully. But yeah, I'd, it's 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 it'll be an interesting time if esports gets that level of recognition and prestige. Like the prize pools are there, as I mentioned. Like there's a lot of money to be made. Because um, I know that a lot of the American. Um, TV stations that cover sports like dedicatedly, right? Cover ESPN. esports as well. Yeah, like ESPN. Oh, yeah. ESPN has a segment just on esports now. Yeah, and I was watching one about I can't remember what it was about, but all I saw was a guy with a stick pointing at like the game map, like a weatherman. Wow! I'm like, this guy was doing this, and he was doing this, and then you see here, this guy was doing this. What, what, what am I watching? But I mean, like, I mean, esports commentary is its own. It was a guy in a suit as well. That's, that's, it's very much like the old media not understanding the new media. They're just trying to transition <laughs> into their, yeah, their skin. It's just awkwardly as hell. It just doesn't fit. While, while we're on the topic of, um, while we're talking about like entertainers and, and media, um, news broke out a couple of days ago about a really popular YouTube um, game streamer, Total mm-hmm. Biscuit. Yeah, TV, what's he done? He's uh, semi-retired. Oh really? Because his uh, his cancer's come back. Oh, that's sad. And uh, he's uh, no idea. He's not in good shape. So you would a... probably, if you heard his voice, you would probably recognize. He's, he's very big in the Let's Play YouTube community. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really watch Let's um, Okay. I tend to just play the games. But I like if you've seen a couple, you would have like heard he's, his voice. He's he's a, he's got know, like a British voice. I think. He's, he's, yeah. It's just um, reminded me of Greg Miller all over again. But that's the thing, like, there you go. So we're getting to a point where the big popular streamers and, and YouTubers are starting to retire. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's coming to health issues and, and that's... Well, he, he doesn't want to, like, he's going to keep doing it until the end, apparently. Right. So that's not per se retirement, that's just he, he has to slow down. He has to slow down. Yeah. So he's gone and said that, I'm going to still make videos, but they're going to be a lot shorter. Okay. So, well, there you yeah. go. Huh. And it's, it's, it's also, when we're talking about competitive gaming, that's, like, again, the comparison with sport, like, your prime career age for competitive gaming is, is not yeah. super long. Into no, like mid-30s right? like, or something like that. Mid-30s, you'd, you'd be doing well. Yeah. Like, because, you know, there's a wear and tear mm. on your mind and your... And your fingers. Fingers. <laughs> As much as we joke about it, like it's it's and your eyes. You, will, you will get RSI. And, and oh, I thought we were talking about actual. Okay. I thought we were talking about actual footy. No, no, no. <laughs> well, but, but even like, right. so if you're trying to say, hey, esports isn't a real sport. Well, like the fact that yeah, you wouldn't. There able. is a prime career age. Yeah. Tells yeah. you a little bit about what these kids go through when they. Because uh, some of them just do like hours on end, like ten Absolutely. hours a day, easy. Just in yeah. training. Yeah. Same just as a normal sport. And people have been yeah. doing that for like. Years since like the early two yeah. thousands, even pre yeah. the like the South Korean StarCraft days. Yeah, the original StarCraft training camps. Yeah, camps. I don't know why I should call them camps, but so like I, I honestly like I feel like there's no debate. <laughs> like there's there's no reason to say that it's not a sport. But I do think it's weird that that ESPN would be covering it. Just like, these kids uh, playing video games. You yeah. know they should be doing something productive their life. Because it's like. You know, I wouldn't expect to ch- turn on, like, the local news and have, like, here's our sports reporter, whatever, yeah. and he's going to talk about, this is what happened in the AFL, this is what happened in the Premier League, this is what happened in... Esports. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I'd expect that's, 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 that's weird, right? Like, that doesn't seem right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. A lot of people are going to go, like, what the fuck yeah. is this? I'd say, but like... They, they'll, they'll have their... They'll have their, you know, special reports on what are the what is the big competition like intercontinental? Is that a am I making that up? Probably. But like, if there's a if there's you know a big massive you know um, Hearthstone, for example. Yeah. 
league game or, or a Dota game, a Dota game, yeah, uh, and like there's millions of dollars in prizes, and then yeah, there's this special report. Here's what happened today in the world of sports entertainment, like esports or whatever. But it's not like it, it'd be like seeing wrestling come up on on the regular news. Do you know, like uh, Monday Night Raw this week, so it's a bit more yeah. integrated. Like traditional sports is definitely much more integrated. Yeah. Into mainstream news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaming generally only makes it when it's friggin' a mass shooting and they started blaming yeah. the media I mean, stuff. Like, that's like the other day, I was on Facebook and Seven News covered an, uh, a story where there were these software engineers in China mm. making programs for PUBG where right. they augment your um, your scope. And your accuracy, oh, and, and the guys nice. in China were selling the program to other players. <laughs> wow! So they were getting fined, and I think getting arrested in China. So you know, it's come, it's come to that level where we have wow. the I don't know the underground gaming community, the black market, the of black gaming, gaming programs. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's like I mean that's like steroids in any other like this sport. You know, that's that's the competitive advantage you get from. Paying dodgy dealer something to to give you. Hey man, hey man, do you got that program? I want that program, yeah. man. You got them hacks. Jesus. I got sweet hacks. I got sweet <laughs> hacks. Jesus. You, I got I got fresh hacks. Straight up the line. Jesus. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, there's, clearly we don't play enough games. The thing is, like, there's there's that much money to be made that it's worth getting into some sort of shady business in order to. You know, get an I know that you two haven't watched Ready Player One yet. No. Cause I watched it last week when everyone's watching Avengers. <laughs> oh, gonna, I thought we weren't going to mention Avengers today. <laughs> Coincidentally, the cinema was still full for Ready Player One, oh. even mm. though there were only like two sessions, um, up in my why. local theater. That's probably why. Um, the what? Yeah. Society's going to come to the age where gamers, gamers, and games and awards are going to dictate what companies do. Hmm. Because the whole point of the movie was, oh, the guy who's created this really popular game has died. He's put in this Easter egg, and if you find it, you inherit the game, and also all the stocks, which is like trillions of dollars. Yeah. So, I've got a, we'll get there eventually, yeah, somehow. This is sort of besides the topic, but I, I've got a funny story, because like, I, I read some books sometimes. And, oh, that's cool. And I read this book, yeah, cool story. Um... <laughs> But, like, I was trying to describe to a friend of mine what book I had read. And, and this book had really upset me. I was, like, I, I, I was annoyed because it was a bad book. I didn't enjoy reading it. And, and like, I described the plot to him. And that's what I said, what you just said about Ready Player One. <laughs> I was, like, yeah, so this guy dies and he's the developer of this massively multiplayer yeah. thing. Were you reading Ready Player One, the book? This is what my friend said to me. He's, like, did... Did you read Ready Player One? Did you accidentally read Ready Player One? I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it wasn't it. And I looked it up because it was um, an e-book. So I looked it up in my e-reader somewhere. Yeah. And, and it was something else. It wasn't Ready Player One. And so that made me even more angry because I was like, not only did I read a bad book, I read a bad book that was a clone of another bad book. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was actually just, they'd stolen the entire plot line and re- rewrote it, essentially. And it was just... Terrible. Book cloning? That's a thing? Oh, yeah. Wow. Like, for real. What do you think? Like, did there it seem, did it seem like... There have been game clones. Why wouldn't there be book clones? Yeah. So the did it have the same plot? Well, I haven't read Ready Player One. I don't okay. necessarily know the exact plot of... But, have but you seen from, trailer? A, from a summary description of both of them, they're very much similar. Like, there's essentially some uh, uh, a wealthy game developer passes away, and then hides easter eggs yeah. in the game and also in the real world so one of the things I don't know if this happens in Ready Player One but um, the antagonist of this book is able to manipulate you know real world um, electronics and stuff like that so yeah. it makes banks shut down and all that stuff and and forces banks to transfer money to different accounts so they can manipulate people and it's yeah so there's all this other stuff it's trying to be cyberpunk but it's not very good Anyway, I'm not even going to say the title of it, even though I probably could just look it up. Cool. Because I don't want anybody to read it. It feels bad. <laughs> that was the first time I've heard someone say, don't read this book, it's shit. No, but it was interesting to me that like it, like it seemed to be very similar to Ready Player One. <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah. moving on. <laughs> so yeah, um, well, 
as we know, the new trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2 hey. just released a few days ago, and holy shit, am I excited again. So, I've yeah. probably watched it like four or five times. Hasn't that game been in development forever? It's probably... We'll get to that. It's probably been in... Because, you know, like, Rockstar, uh, they've brought, they bought out so many studios in like the 90s and 2000s. They've got about... Because Rockstar North are the ones who work on GTA, the GTA games. Yeah. So they're the ones who've been putting stuff out for the past five years with GTA 5 and all of its online stuff. So they've still got at least 10, maybe 12 other studios working on shit. So they've yeah, right. Rockstar San Diego, San Diego, the ones who did Red Dead Redemption, they've probably had at least eight years of okay. um, developing Red Dead 2. So yeah, it would have been... Yeah, they've all probably had their projects going on this whole time. I so. think I heard the other day that Grand Theft Auto 5 is the most profitable game in history. Wow. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's interesting. It's, it's, it's one of those games that always seems to be on sale on Steam sales. But I think that's because they want to get GTA Online onto people's computers and then yeah. they'll spend more money in that. Uh, it's, so yeah. it's, it's a sneaky sort of like... And we can go into the business model of having a game for sale at full price and then also selling like DLCs and DLCs and, and add-ons and, and like in-game currencies as well and stuff like that loot boxes but um and yeah we'll, we'll maybe get into that in my segment because <laughs> it's obviously a big part yeah. of the formula for PUBG and Fortnite yeah but um anyway Red Dead so, Redemption 2 yeah. like so okay explain to us why you're excited because for me I played Red Dead Redemption 1 I thought it was a very good game but uh, at the end of it, I I was done with that world in a, in a way. Like I I, and even eight years on, I'm not necessarily excited to be revisiting that world. I haven't played any of them. Oh, Jesus. That's really weird. Well, I, to me personally, I would easily say that Red Dead Redemption and probably GTA Four, even though that's pretty damn a pretty unpopular opinion. Considering five, I'd say those two are my two favorite Rockstar games ever. Probably Red Dead, I would say, is my favorite open world game. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, no, I just I loved it. I felt because you know it's like Grand Theft Auto is like the homage to classic American crime movies, yep. whereas Red Dead, you know, the homage to to old um, spaghetti westerns, yep. American westerns, all that, which is one of my favorite film genres. Okay. Yeah. So. I just, yeah, I just loved the whole... I love that it's like one of my favourite eras in history. Okay. So, just like being able to explore like... Is that, that kind um, of environment and world and the well-crafted story they put into it. So This, this may be a silly question, but is, is it your favourite genre because of Red Dead Redemption? Or no, was it your favourite genre before that? Back in like... Because that was like, what, 2010 it was. I was in high school. Like, I was like year eight or whatever mm-hmm. it was. or No, yeah, year eight. So, like, late, as early as, like, mid to early primary school, I'd been, like, I just, like, watched so many goddamn westerns. Okay. Back then, like, the old Clint Eastwood stuff and the, um, Sergio Leone yep. Dollar tri- um, Dollars trilogy. So, yeah, like, as soon as, like, like, even, like, before Red Dead, um, back when, like, Call of Warriors was happening and all that stuff, I was like, wow, okay, yeah, there is such an underdeveloped, right. um, kind of, like, Western genre in gaming. Like, yeah. there's a, I could probably count like four or five Western games. It is interesting. So, so I'm jumping ahead a little bit into my area that I'll be talking about. But it's, it's interesting that that Red Dead Redemption didn't really seem to um, generate a lot of uh, other games that went into yeah. that dipped into that well. You, you think know what it mean? would? It feels yeah. like. People probably thought of it, because remember, remember when it came out, all the acclaim it was getting? Yeah. It probably felt like, to me, it kind of felt like it was just so good that people just didn't really seem to bother. Sure. Making it, like, GTA, like, it was quite good. Like, GTA 3, when it came out, like, it's quite, it's damn good of it, you know. Yeah. Obviously, could um, have done, with, it was quite rough and crude, I'd say. Right. Because of the, like, the limitations of the time easily could have been expanded upon so all those GTA clones come out yeah I'd say it was a bit harder yeah, to do and all this yeah. other stuff yeah I'd say it was much harder to do with Red Dead Redemption because you know 2010 technology was pretty damn good back then mm. so a lot harder to actually you know enhance any limitations it might have had compared to GTA 3 
when that first came out. Yeah. I guess so. So, yeah. No, I just, yeah, I absolutely loved the story. Was so enveloped with it. Like, when it ended, I got a bit depressed. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, guess yeah. I'll have to wait for Undead Nightmare, and then that happened. And yeah, no, so... <laughs> I'm kind of getting, I, I'm kind of getting Last of Us and God of War hype with Red Dead because okay. when those, yeah, I've talked about before, like when Last of Us and God of War was happening, I didn't really care um, up until about a week or two before it got released, yeah. and then it was like, holy shit, I can't wait. Okay. So is Last of Us two out? No. No. I was just saying, saying I've got that. With, I've got that. Say. With, I've got that with Red Dead two now, except it's a lot earlier. As soon as it, like when it got announced, I was like, oh, awesome. I mean, we've got to wait two years, but you know, awesome. So, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, this new trailer came out. More details have come, come around, so yeah. I've gotten even more excited. When's it out? October? Yeah, October 26th, so far, unless it gets, gets delayed. It's significant way. You're going to carry that hype with uh, you the entire time. <laughs> I do it with Fallout 4. I can do it with this. <laughs> so, but, um... Yeah. I mean, I'll play it. I'll definitely get it. Um, I'm, I just, like, it's not a franchise that that I yeah. am particularly attached to. And it's interesting to have a perspective from someone who really is into really, it. really into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like the th- here's the thing, though, again, with with uh, Rockstar sort of... And I've I, I mentioned this briefly before. They seem to have settled into a bit of a groove with their open-world games where, you know, it's, it's all pretty similar with a different skin um, and, and different characters and all that stuff. But, like... Playing, I can in my mind, I can barely separate GTA Four from GTA Five. Really? Do you know what I mean? Like, it, I have to really think about it to figure out to think. Yeah. Oh yeah, GTA Five was the one with the different characters that you could switch between, and GTA Four was that that Slavic character. Well, how long has it, it, like, it been since you played both of them though? Um, probably last year. Both of for them. GTA Five and, uh, and a little longer for two thousand eight before. Yeah, probably. Damn. GTA say, Five came out last year, right? What? No, GTA Five was half a decade old. Yeah. GTA Five. Yeah. It's five years old. I didn't play it until last year. Oh, I don't think. I played it when it. Yeah. Wait, was it online that when... came out last year? Maybe. No, online. No, online's been yeah, yeah. out for a while. It was delayed. It was a couple months after the release. Wait, GTA but, Five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Um, oh, that's fucking hell. <laughs> I can't imagine that. There's no, so, I see. This is the thing. The leap is just so phenomenal with Fortnite. I understand that. But but to me like, see I, I guess maybe maybe for for me for games it'd be like what's New Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but but more so, what's important with a game for me isn't necessarily what happens in it, the story or anything like that. It's more so how I feel playing it. Do you know what I mean? Or like yeah. or like the action that, that I'm able to. So do you feel like you're playing the same game all over again? Yes, exactly. What I'm That's saying. Fair. And like Red Dead Redemption to me is distinct for me because it's got the certain bullet time mechanics and things like that that, that make it different enough. That's to another GTA thing. That's me. another thing I would say because of its because of its um, setting. Yeah. The systemic yeah. kind of gameplay was a lot more yeah. unique compared to what we get from like say a, an open world every open world game that's set in you know the modern day. You get like someone getting randomly attacked by panthers or yeah. something like that, or like a campfire kind of situation. Like if you were playing like GTA or say Watch Dogs or you know like right. one of those ones, you wouldn't like walk into a bunch of random homeless people just sitting by a campfire going, "Come on, sit down." Yeah. Or at least not. No, absolutely. Down. It's 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 definitely one of the more interesting yeah. of the of the genre for that reason because there's and because not the, many and, and, they, and they and they actually did a really good job of taking advantage of the capabilities of, of that setting you know and the, yeah. the opportunities that arise um, but like some of my most memorable experiences of Red Dead Redemption are like sitting down and playing a poker game for like hours yeah. and like the sun going up and down what <laughs> and like actually just t- I actually I, I broke poker in that game <laughs> Every single time I play poker, I go right. I bet all my money all in, and everyone shits themselves and folds. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. You can break the computer. Well, yeah, it's, it's not a very sophisticated simulation of poker. I'm waiting. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I can still do that, but I feel like they've had eight years. They may have figured so, it out. You know. But no, I mean, the, like the reason I'm like I think another reason why I'm so excited about the story of Red Dead, even though it's a prequel, we know. John Marston leaves the gang. It probably happened during... We already know about the massacre of Blackwater, which right. is... I'm pretty sure it's set just after that. So we already know... So we know who dies. Yeah. 
I mean, like, we know a lot of the characters die. We know, like, about, you know, Dutch and, like, all the other people. But, like... One of those. Oh. You've got eight years to yeah. play. Yeah. Anyway. And was that eight years to play Batman Arkham City? I haven't finished that yet. <laughs> That's another topic for another day. I'm really disappointed in you. But, um... A lot of people are. Yeah. But, yeah, because, like... Because when... I remember when Red Dead Rock 4 came out, I'm like, God, I wonder how it's going to start. You know, how it's going to... Are they going to do, like, a flashback? And are we going to see him in the gang? And, you know, like... Throughout playing Red Dead Redemption, he's always talking about his times in the gang. Yeah. Like, you know, getting shot on the train and stuff like that. And, you know, it's always like, you always hear about it, you never get to see it. So I will, yeah. that's why I'm, that's another reason why I'm so excited. You get to see those events that they vaguely talk yeah. about actually, uh, you know, take so you get place. To, you get to participate that in the mythology that's... Yeah, it's like a horror prequel. It's like how this happens to this character, how this is all set up. Yeah. You know. Interesting. So, but yeah, no, I... Um, Dylan, my brother, who is uh, not here with us today, yeah. was talking to me. He was, because um, we've both been a bit kind of let down, kind of a bit disappointed by the whole. Do you remember, like, up until GTA V, the studios would all kind of be in rotation? We'd get a yearly release from Rockstar from, yeah. the, from one studio. Like, you know, it was straight up, like, I mean, aside from like 2008, 2009, we had GTAs. GTA 4 and its DLC yeah. from Rockstar North, and they went up to work on 5. And then it was LA Noir 2011, yeah. 2012, Max Payne 3. Yeah. Yeah, 2010 <coughs> was Red Dead. So, like, we've both, we've both been thinking, because they've spent all this time just Rockstar North releasing the DLC for GTA 5. What if they've actually been, all their studios, like, they're not going to sit on their ass and do nothing while right. one of the other studios out of 11 of them or whichever goes and works, releases stuff. They've all got their projects going, like Bully 2, Agent, you Bully know. Bully 2. Oh, God, that's, no, yeah, yeah. that's long overdue. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're thinking, as soon as Red Dead 2 gets released, it's probably going to open, like, they should work on online, but it'll open up back for the uh, yearly roster to start up. Like, all that, all that time to develop games, like Rockstar, Toronto, yeah. Rockstar, all the other ones, they yeah. just start releasing all their yearly... Yeah, so, so you, you're expecting a lot yeah, of... Yeah, I'm expecting, I'm hoping for that. Yeah. Oh, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. When no, when no new Rockstar game came out in 2014, I was like, where the fuck is it? What's What's happening? What? Yeah. So... Yeah. I'll, I'll it's be interesting, like, when something is, like, consistent, and then there's a break in the yeah. schedule. Because it was so consistent. Yeah. It was so consistent for yeah. however many years. It'd be a game every year or two yeah. from different studios. It's not like, it's not like uh, I'll bring it back to Ubisoft. Like, I don't know how many studios they have. I'm not sure they have as many as... I've been there, do they have like two or three studios? They've got uh, at least two. Or, you know, like, like Treyarch and, you know, the, the developers yeah. of COD. Yeah. Like, you know, they've yeah. got a studio who work on a game, like the next installment for two or three years. And they bring their thing out. Like with Rockstar, it's like yeah. they've got so many studios like that. They can afford to do a yearly release date. And yeah. yet they've still got at least a good five years of development that I know of. Alright. So moving on to my topic for today. I did want to bring up, um, which we already have started talking about earlier. Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds and Fortnite. And um, what I find interesting about this story... I, we, we all know what, what I'm talking about when I say PUBG and Fortnite. Well, Battle Royale games. Sorry? Battle, Battle Royale. Royale games, yeah. yes. Um, so, like, there's a little bit of controversy, I guess, for some people with the whole way Fortnite Battle Royale got developed. I don't know if you guys know the full story, but I'll just to recap... Um, Fortnite initially came out as sort of like a tower defense game in 3D oh. called, and now, uh, and, and it was also like a $30 game from Epic, so you, you, you would play, you could play a single player campaign or it was cooperative, so obviously they had the net code. Um, and then PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds came out and basically defined its own genre uh, which is the genre. Battle Royale genre. So um, just a summary of that would be like it's a big map, lots of players with a constricting play space. And you start with nothing and you loot stuff as you go along so that you, you become more prepared as you go along. Think Hunger Games. Last Absolutely. Think. And, and on or that battle, note... Or Battle Royale. Or Battle Royale. Or Battle Royale. It is interesting to me that it took that long after the Hunger Games was a big popular thing for someone to develop a game like yeah. this. But moving on, um, so about a month 
or two after Player and Nose Battlegrounds was a huge hit, Epic changes uh, the main Fortnite game or the initial release of Fortnite. Now that's got like a subtitle called Survive the Night or something like that, or Survive the Storm. And um, the, they then release uh, Fortnite Battle Royale. And so there's a bit of controversy around whether or not this is an ethical thing for them to do because obviously they're hitching a wagon to their product. They had a product um, and then it's very clear to everybody that they changed direction. They sharply changed focus <laughs> to provide this different sort of experience which had become popular from someone else. And so this is what I'm interested in, and because I'm not mad about it. I don't think that's at all... Um, I think it's smart. Yeah, and I think also yeah. this is the way art and culture have evolved for yeah. centuries. Like, this is, this is what happens is someone has a good idea, um, and it may or may not become popular, but then someone else will take that idea and say, hey, I'm yeah. going to try this with that, or I'm going to remix it in some way. I'm going to do it my way. The GTA clip. Well, yeah, and like, and like entire genres come out yeah. of this, like, and, and sometimes, like, what's interesting sometimes is, like, one component of a bigger game will be peeled off, and, and someone will use that in their own game, and so what I'm thinking about, oh, I had a good example of this. Plus the Doom clone. Yeah, well, yeah, first-person first, first shooter as a genre, um, and so... Like, with, with what we're seeing is the rise of a whole new genre, which is the Battle Royale. But yeah, or like, and sometimes it's thematic, right? And sometimes it's like, so we had a big wave of zombie games after... COD. Probably, yeah. yeah. COD zombies. And, and that's, walking that's down one that's easy. really interesting to me as well, the COD example, because obviously COD is not a zombie game. No. But they add a zombie mode in. And even Red Dead Redemption added a zombie yeah. DLC in. Which oh, was odd. <laughs> did you, you played it, didn't you? I never did. Oh, no. I play it. Fucking hell. Oh, it's awesome. Okay, well, there you go. So, so I like. I just wanted to have a conversation about what, what other examples can you guys think of. One of my favorites is is Max Payne's Bullet Time, like, which is yeah. which is something with, with fear and yeah. It was in fear. Fear. Yeah, yeah, fear. yeah. It was in a few other. A things. few other games I use Bullet Time. Really effectively, Even and, and um, yeah. but but what's interesting about Fortnite is that Fortnite has exploded in pop popular, and like PUBG was huge. Yeah, Fortnite somehow is even bigger. Because I remember I couldn't like, I like I kept hearing about PUBG. I'm like, oh okay, yeah, all right. Um, I, I made up my mind at that point that I wasn't really into the whole battle royale because like I'm more single player mm. like I don't even have oh, Playstation I, Plus yet yeah. I'm not even going to get it until last of us the thing with like battle royales is once you're dead you're just a spectator for the game pretty much yeah and you just got to watch and I don't know it just, don't, just doesn't appeal to me hey. I'm like okay cool and then suddenly it was Fortnite just, just creeping up more and more and more in popularity yeah. and suddenly it's just like oh yeah PUBG was a thing but you know, you know, you know, Fortnite is a big thing because it, it gets talked about in the news and like popular celebrities, yeah. like Drake played around on Twitch. They even just like, they chucked it, crazy. they chucked it into the um to the video game violence yeah um stories yeah, after yeah. The so that's the thing because so the thing with Fortnite is that because Fortnite had a different design yeah. element to it than PUBG. PUBG is yeah like, the aesthetic is yeah it's more cartoony more accessible yeah. yeah and you know that appeals more blood? that appeals to more kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's a free-to-play game. It's a free-to-play game. So you've got, like, yep. seven-year-old kids who are playing yeah. this game who are... Uh, it's clearly a violent game. Oh, kids, shouldn't be playing games. It's violence. We should ban video I games. Heard, I, mean, <laughs> I, heard, I heard Fortnite described as a... With those reports in the media, not too recently. It was, um... Oh, uh, Fortnite, a very violent game where you... 60 Minutes did an article on that. Where you sh yeah, exactly. Where you shoot your fr um, friends with, shotgun with shotguns and... Um, kill them with chainsaws, and I'm like, have you guys seen it? Did you like? I wonder what pictures they used for that. Yeah. Like they just got a whole bunch of. They got like Doom Four or something. Yeah. Like completely separate. But like the other thing about Fortnite is that there's no voice chat in it. Is it really? Yeah. So wow. like even if you're on a team with someone, you can't have voice chat. No, you got emotes. What about so, yeah? What about messaging over? There's, I don't think there's any text messaging. Really? Either. 
So, wow. so if it's you're worried about so your, kids, your kids getting in contact with filthy, disgusting human beings who will just swear, there's no way they it does, doesn't happen. Total compulsion. Wow. Uh, so, so this is one game that I would be perfectly fine with any kid playing. But I do want to address something that you said earlier, Tim, um, about like yourself. I'm also more of a single player gamer, um, and I don't necessarily like to interact with people online. But I did get heavily into PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds because for me each round felt like a bit of a single player experience. Like I'd play solo, obviously, and I'd drop in. Um, and the map is so big that even with 100 players on the map, you could go easily 20 minutes without seeing a single other human soul. Um, and then for me it was um, like, one of the reasons I don't get into multiplayer gaming quite often is that it feels like there's a huge barrier of entry in terms of the skill curve. Mm -hmm. So I'll the get in there curve. and I'll get destroyed by someone and then they'll trash talk me and then I won't want to play a game ever yeah. again. And then you go to It happens yeah. to me in a lot of really interesting seeming games. Like, there are just assholes out there. Those 10 year old kids who have nothing better to do. Really, 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 truly. Anyway. Um, but with PUBG, I got to a point where my skill level didn't seem to matter. And like, I did get a few really good headshots and stuff, but mostly I found that by playing smart and understanding what people would do and sort of thinking yeah. through the situation that I was in, in these games. yeah, it was, it was, I really felt like I got to a stage and I, and I won a few chicken dinners because of smart plays. And I was like, this is... Really, if, if ever a multiplayer game, a multiplayer shooter was for me, it's this one. Because, like, and, and like, honestly, people... It's really strategic, people, tactile, but just... But people, and I say that, I say that like I, was, I had, like, fucking expanding brain meme going on. But, like, honestly, people <laughs> would just do stupid shit in that game. Like, people would, walk, it, yeah. people would run from the centre of one circle directly people to the centre of the next circle. Sprinting out in the middle of a field where you can easily be behind a bush. Absolutely. Around. I would just sit on a hill and oh, I'd God. see a line of ants just yeah. running across and did just I, pick them off one by one. Did I tell you how one time um, Doug was playing it? Because yeah. Doug is huge into Fortnite. Um, he had a funny little um, tactic where he would set up a tower, a huge, because you know like, pretty much... From what I've seen of it lately, it's like if you want to find people, you just look out in the field and see everyone's friggin' wooden towers. He set one up and then he hid in a bush next to it. And then a guy came up getting ready to like, just looking up the whole time as he would to see, to like check yeah. it out and like, you know, try and shoot him. And he's right next to him and sh just shoots him right in the face with a shotgun. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Like, nice. it, it actually, I, now that I've said that, it actually reminds me of how, like, what they were attempting seemingly with. Assassin's Creed multiplayer. Yeah, oh, dude. Assassin's Creed 2 multiplayer. Brotherhood, when that came out and they introduced multiplayer, I'm like, holy shit, this is actually a really unique concept. Cause, cause, you know, before do, you wanna, I, do you want to explain to Adam? Yeah, with, with, hasn't with Assassin's Creed multiplayer when it started, it was um, it was very strategic, stealth-based. Um, little maps of like the villages or like the suburbs, the cities. Um, NPCs would be all over the place. You'd want to blend in. It'd be like playing an assassin mission from the single player, except yep. there's like six or yep. seven people so, all trying to kill each other. You hide and you blend with the crowds. You're going to get noticed oh, really easily. So cool. So, 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 but the thing cool. is, you have a specific target. Yeah. Oh, so you, you're only allowed to kill one cool. particular other player. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes more... like. So what, what ends up happening is the, the guys who rise to the top of the leaderboards, they get more people are targeting them. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit of a like it's a respawn deathmatch sort of situation, but yeah. with with a specific target, and so um, it's it was very interesting. I thought it was, and, yeah. and interestingly Why enough, these game mechanics are coming back into fashion yeah. with a few indie games coming out that that like Spy Party, um, which is a two player competitive game where one person's a, a sniper and the other guy's a spy that's in a party. And so, like, you're interacting with NPCs, and the spy has missions, and basically the sniper's looking from the outside trying to figure out which of these characters is the spy, so they, they get one bullet to shoot oh, the spy. Cool. And so, and then there are other games that are coming out, I forget the titles of them, but, but yeah, this idea of... Um, it's more like stalker Subterfuge, yeah. and, and like, having to plan and think your way through your actions so that you don't get caught out. 
is 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 a really interesting one in Assassin's Creed, and like it was again, it's surprising that this idea has taken this long to yeah. proliferate so, through the game industry. Because before that year, it was just Team Deathmatch, Capture the Flag, yeah. everyone's on this big arena just shooting each other, like you know, back like Quake. But I remember, God. but again, like <laughs> I remember, it was like it's taken quite a while. I didn't play a lot of rounds of Assassin's Creed multiplayer, but like when I did, people would again be doing a lot of very silly things. Like maybe stretching across. Such patience to yeah. play like that effectively. I remember one of my most successful rounds was I was talking on the phone to my dad at the time, so I was half distracted and just doing like an auto follow through a crowd. Yeah. People just run past, sprint past, and yeah. I just press the button at the appropriate time. They fucking die, and I get points. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it was just silly. That's so how you I, blend in. It's, it's <laughs> nice though, seeing these, like, I would love to see in a couple of years a kind of blending between this more, you know, yeah, like you said, subterfuge, kind of, yeah, yeah. this observational, like, voyeuristic kind of and again, like, skulking gameplay yeah. mixed in with the more traditional army yeah. shooter, team deathmatch, everyone's shooting each other in yeah. the face, kind of. Is that, yeah. Like, the thing is, Fortnite is more action-orientated than yeah. PUBG, definitely. Um, and it also has the building mechanic, so yeah. that changes things significantly, so it becomes more about um, how you deal with getting shot out. Whereas in PUBG, like, if you're getting shot out, you're probably dead already. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's very difficult to survive That's a firefight. Who shot first? Where, yeah, yeah, exactly. Skill. Yeah. And, like, when, when you get into a situation where, um, like, if you, if in PUBG, if you get a sniper rifle and a good scope, then you feel so much more powerful. Because you can, you, it opens you up to all these strategies that you wouldn't otherwise be able to to succeed with, including like you know if you like hide on a uh, behind a bush on a hill, and just watch people go past, and like suddenly you have a lot of power over them because they don't know where you are. Yeah. So I, I want to ask you this: Did you build a computer just to play PUBG? No. Because like, wasn't there a huge yeah. thing where if you had to a... begin with, the, <laughs> it was very poorly optimized. So I think it got better. By okay. the time that I had started playing it myself. But, like, my computer is fairly um, powerful. Anyway, so um, it would it was probably not an issue for me. Okay. Because um, they had, like, problems with, you know, hiding in the bush where yeah. the bush was... Oh, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, if you, have, if you, have, if you have a potato computer, but the, thing the bush is, is two straws. It's a bit silly. Like, and, like, and uh, they probably... I would hope that they have fixed this by now, but you could just turn down the draw distance for, like... If you wanted it to see, you know, less cover. Yeah. So bushes were never really a good idea to hide behind. Um, yeah, because you could definitely see like someone way off in the distance. Just going on, 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 on their stomach, going. What are you doing? And I knew about that. Joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's silly. Um, but yeah, again, like this is where Fortnite has sort of found like a bit of successes because it doesn't require as. A beefy assistant. You say that. You can play it on mobile, like you can play it on a tablet, really? iPad. Yeah, PUBG is on mobile as well. But both of them are cross. Yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah. can cross play as well. You yeah. Can play, like I've Which seen. seems unfair. <laughs> if you play, yeah, yeah, I've actually, yeah. If you're playing on PC against someone with a PS4 <laughs> and the joystick, like you know, yeah, just snap around, just yeah. yeah I saw that happen with um, <laughs> Doug was playing on PC and my friend Dylan was playing on his PS4 and he was getting his ass into it. Yeah. That, that also goes back to like what I was saying before about casual players and yeah, professional players. Exactly. You've created the same, you know, battleground. Right. Completely different tools. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. With like, you know. Yeah. But as I understand it, PUBG does rank players like it's it's hidden. You can't you can't see what what your rank is. But yeah. like, if you're not doing well, you'll be put up against other players who don't do very well in general. So, in theory, it's self balancing. Probably isn't very good but um was Fortnite the same thing I'm not sure I think so but I'm not I sure I think it's a, just a number like this yeah. many people left in the um court in screen. the queue yeah. yeah I don't yeah probably it's a bit more generalised probably isn't um yeah because the same players who do well in Fortnite will continue to do well yeah well you say that because I, I tried to go on Fortnite a couple of months ago yeah because like Fortnite is a big dance while we play you know Go online, download it, installation failed. You know, fuck this. It didn't even install. <laughs> it didn't install properly. <laughs> like, my computer can play, you know, games okay. It can yeah. play El Dorito. 
But like, why can't I fucking play Fortnite? Yeah, that's weird. Actually, I'd say Last of Us multiplayer is pretty damn similar. I actually it's tell a lot more. That. It's a lot more tactile. It's like mm. you actually um, you start off with your two weapons. You have to scavenge for parts. Like there'll okay. be little crates, like boxes, um, are just littered around the map where all of you usually you'll just rush off. Um, just scavenge your parts so you can build, like, say, um, a bomb or some bandages or something like that or a knife so you can instantly kill um, um, a player. Um, just like this, like, it seems to be integrating itself actually, yeah, more than we suspect because, like, it opens <coughs> up so many different tactics. Yeah. Like, you can either just go in guns blazing. Plus, like, it seems stealth is quite um, essential for it. Like, if right. you run, if you start sprinting or... I can't if you if you shoot, um, you're gonna for a second you're gonna show up on the map, on the mini map to everyone. Right. Okay. Including your enemies. If you so sprint, you're gonna do like the same the sound, thing. The sound plays a part of it. Those loot boxes opened up a tactic where people would the enemy team would just plant bombs, just like um, slightly like on the crates. So when you go up to go replenish your supplies, you can just just get blown up. Yeah. So it's like you know you got medic, you got unofficial medics for when people get wounded. Yeah, right. you got it's like so much more there's so much more thinking into a multiplayer nowadays yeah. not just just shoot them and yeah. kill them not just shoot them and kill them anymore it's like you know or like assigned classes right like in say Counter-Strike and all that kind of stuff yeah is it? Mm-hmm. they're no. loadouts okay, they're yeah. loadouts loadouts are slightly different exactly. than classes but like Team Fortress 2 yeah so that kind of thing yeah no I, I mean like it's, it's 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 it is a good time to get into multiplayer gaming. Like I like I said, I was never into it until basically PUBG. I, I actually one game that I got into the multiplayer quite a bit was um, uh, Mass Effect Two. Really? Because it was bad multiplayer. It was cooperative mo- multiplayer against waves of enemies that were like horde, horde mode. Like, like, like it was horde, horde mode yeah, essentially. Okay. Um, but I found that really really fun. Horde mode <laughs> is always great. Yeah, I played the shit out of the Gears trilogy. So but yeah, and and you say that, but the, the interesting thing is that's the original Fortnite. The original Fortnite was essentially a horde mode, like with a bit of building, mm. and then and then it never took off. Like critics didn't necessarily pan it, but didn't think that it had it much to took, offer. Yeah. Um, and then like they released the battle royale mode, and then it exploded. So so it was like because I only know Fortnite as the battle royale mode. Yeah. Were they like promoting themselves at PAX and E3 and all that? I believe so. Yeah. With yeah, the old, with the run. old business model. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, there wasn't a lot of hype around it. Honestly, like the first time I heard about it was when a YouTuber started playing, put some content up, and said, "This is what this game is." Yeah. And I was like, "That looks silly." <laughs> um, wasn't yeah, really no. interested in it. But yeah, I mean, like, um, it took another game to, to design a game mode. Yeah. Look, and for they, all we know, they they <laughs> we can we can give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt if we want, and say that maybe they had planned a battle royale mode to begin with. Yeah, I don't think that's true. This kind of reminds me of Team Fortress One and Two, actually. Yeah. How um, what was the first? What was the first Team Fortress? It was like a Quake mode, wasn't it? Or uh, or Counter Strike? I think it was a Quake mode. It was either Quake was, or Battle. It wasn't Counter Strike. Okay. Okay. Must okay. Been. Must have been a Quake mode. Yeah, I think it was actually. Um. You know, very generic, run-of-the-mill, and then suddenly the second one, they just yeah. go off in a completely different direction. You know, cartoonified. Yeah, but right. that's like... Make it more accessible. It's, it's, it's own game back then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Dota used to be a mod for Warcraft 3. Yeah, exactly. So, DayZ was a mod for Warcraft Yeah. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying, is like, usually these good ideas come from really small teams or modders even and then and then they explode into entire genres yeah you know like Dota was just a mod and then now it's now the whole battle arena thing is is a massive genre in its own right you know so um yeah it's just interesting to me how how these sort of different mixes of different ideas come together and and because like part of the success of Fortnite also is the building element which is something that's pulled another idea that's pulled out of other games you know the defense. obviously not the first game to have building <laughs> in a in a 3d environment you know and even like minecraft mm. wasn't necessarily the first to, to have crafting in it but um 
really made a success out of that. So my craft is its own excess. Sorry. My craft is its own success. It did excess. Excess. It's an educational tool now for some reason. It is. Wow. But I mean, it's like why not? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. But and 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 the interesting thing about this again, just um, I don't want to belabor the point, but like Minecraft itself uh, spawned a lot of clones and, and copycats and other things that use similar sort of ideas, but none of them were ever as, as successful as Minecraft. Whereas with Fortnite, Fortnite's way bigger than PUBG. Like, they've taken the idea and really exploded it. Yeah. And, and PUBG got massive as well. And one of the things is, like, it's, it's, you, can, you can point the finger at the developers of PUBG because they don't update very frequently, and the updates tend to be Seem to, seem to be a bit small compared to what Fortnite provides. Like, Fortnite will have a new skin every week and, like, um, and new emotes every week and, like, just all this content that, that the kids that are playing it really want. Um, whereas PUBG, like, they'll, they'll have an announcement of a map maybe every two or three months. And that's just such, such a slow... It seems like it's such a slow development cycle that people lose interest very quickly. It's pretty funny how stuff works. Like, yeah. um... Like say the death of the adventure game back in the late nineties with yeah, LucasArts, yeah. and then suddenly, Walking Dead season one comes out by Telltale, and yeah. has all these other imitators as well. Like even even as far down to like like stealing aspects of it, like stealing the um the timed speech, yeah. the four dialogue choice, like full out. And again, aspects. um, uh, Walking Dead was not the first Telltale game. Nah. Like Telltale had been making games for ages. They did another the Monkey one. Island game back. Before, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. They did, they did a... They whole bunch of shit. I know they did a Homestar Runner adventure. I don't know if any... Either of you guys know what Homestar no. Runner is. Look it up. You'll, it's wow. funny. It's a it's very early 2000s humour, but it's funny. <laughs> Another clone. I'm not sure this is a clone or just like, just happened to be a coincidence. Um, Overwatch was announced... Right. Before, like, after Overwatch. Bloodborne. Battleborn. Battleborn. Battleborn is so completely different. Bloodborne is really different. Yeah, no, that is completely different. Now I'm thinking about Bloodborne. Battleborn. Talking about so many of my favorite games today. Yeah, because Battleborn was like in production for years. It was a really big thing. Blizzard comes out with like, we got this new game coming out. We call it Overwatch. And I mean, like, Blizzard has some of the best character designs. You know, Blizzard will like. That pixel quality. Yeah. So, like. Holy crap. <laughs> but I mean, so so what do you think, like what was the innovation that um, Overwatch brought to the table? I, I don't know. Probably just Blizzard's name recognition, really. Oh well, yeah, that's... Because the thing with like Battleborn, they had a campaign in, they had a story in the game, yeah. while the story of Overwatch is outside yeah. the game. Yeah. That's probably another reason. So I have to it's, admit, I, it's online, yeah. like people don't play it generally, for, like at all really for the story. It's like... yeah. You know, like just to but keep do, it there, but, to but, keep it there, but again, but like as, far as, as I was saying, their character designs are impeccable, really, really good, and like people want to know what what these characters are about. You know, yeah. like they've got all these interesting details and features to them. I think it's more um, that they're it's there. Fun to see and see it explained. Yeah, I'd say it's more because they're there, but it's not in your face. Like as much you can get as much of the detail as you want, if you decide to go that way, which is a probably preferable option for the people who play. Online multiplayer games. Alright. So. Just wrap it up today, guys. Yeah. Alright. Um, good session. Thanks for listening. And you can catch us on YouTube, Facebook, Facebook, Anchor, Anchor. iTunes, iTunes, anywhere you find your, your, your podcasts. Radio we'll FM, apparently, now. Turn on your phone and we will be there. Yeah. Yeah. We probably won't. Okay. <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> hopefully, hopefully, next week we'll talk about Avengers. When I finally see it. Yeah, so your preview for next week may be an Avengers spoiler. Yeah, like a month after the movie came out. Next two weeks, I should say. Alright, thanks guys, bye! See you.